This is Global Politics Unfiltered. I'm your host, Musonda Mweche. Today we're going to discuss political atmosphere in Uganda. So we're going to discuss a bit of uh, human rights and political atmosphere. So I thought it would be nice to hear from someone who's from Uganda, someone who's familiar with uh, politics in Uganda. With me, I was supposed to cause with Kakande, but unfortunately in Uganda, political activists are strictly monitored by the state and it's been weeks of us trying to get in touch um we set time for the meeting maybe two minutes in the meeting cuts off so we thought of a better alternative kakande has sent an audio talking about the political atmosphere in uganda how it is to be youth in uganda and the violation of human rights in uganda so i'll play the audio just like for maybe 20 minutes because it's quite a long audio it's almost an hour long so if you want to listen to the full audio of everything that kakande said it will be posted next week but for now i'll just play a bit of what he said or maybe half of what he said and then we can discuss from there and then the full audio will be played on next weekend again so well, let's take a listen to what he said in the first 20 minutes. Thank you for having me, Kakande Chirumira, on Global Politics Unfiltered. I'm a youth elected chairman, Ruaf Parish, a political activist under the National Unity Platform and a freedom fighter. It has been so hard for me to link up with you because our phones are closely monitored by the government and if you're not using government servers it's very hard for you to talk to someone from another nation or a different nation <clears throat> when you are talking about politics because they cut your conversation short the more you try they, are, they don't get tired they keep on cutting your conversation short and if you insist on doing so for a couple of times when they see that you are talking about issues concerning violation of human rights uh how to be uh how it is like to be a political activist in uganda so you can get abducted confined in a small safe house tortured you go through all forms of harassment, sexual harassment. They can make you more less of a man or more less of a woman, whereby you you come back when you can't give birth or you give birth to crippled or handicapped people. And they can amputate some of your body parts black fingernails remove teeth from your mouth and they can as well break bones so they can do anything they feel like because they say for us we are people power but they are people in power for them they are people in power about the internet it it was clear 
that in Uganda on 14 February we had a, a general election, a presidential generation in Uganda, whereby the internet was shattered by the regime in order to stop noob elected noob commanders and supporters or activists or agents to follow what has come out of the results on the UG vote app for us to count to see whether you have won the election or not. When the government got to know about the UG vote because we were using before before that we were taxed with 200 shillings on the internet connection so he decided to use vpns in order to boycott that double taxation because already on on the data bundles you already taxed you get 40 mbs instead of getting 50 mbs on 1000 they take the tax so we decided to use vpn and location I, I when i'm using vpn i can be located in zambia us in russia it depends on the location when they got to know about that so what they decided to do in order to stop us from giving information to the ug vote they shattered the, they closed the internet in uganda and they made an immediate app to only those whom they call essential workers who are working for the government and on top of that we insisted also we noob agents to collect the the declaration forms manually and we take them to noob educators in our areas or in the noob educators camoch many of our noob agents and supporters around 500 5000 sorry noob agents and supporters were abducted and some killed or murdered by the regime because of the declaration forms and when pressure mounted as we said free ugandan lives matter uh, stop abductions it went globally and those superpowers came to notice that there's something going in, in going on in uganda so they started pressure on the incumbent and also went ahead with this partisan police to tell the the police spokesperson to say that all the abducted ugandans it is the government with them so how can the government abduct its own citizens does that really make sense said by the police senior police officer for me i think the police is there to protect and serve not to abduct its citizens not to kill or assassinate or murder ugandans but this 
clearly was seen also in the November on November 3rd when we were 2020 when we were going to register our presidential candidate that the police abrogated the electoral commission laws and they made their own laws stopping our president Chagulani from going to be registered on that day we insisted we used force in order for us to go to ginger road where the headquarters of the electoral commission are to register our candidate the pictures are on the internet where the noob spokesperson in that on that day was brutally beaten by the police and they went ahead to make him look like he was wearing rags on that day Joel Senyonyi our president Robert Chagulani who was wearing a suit he was also as if he was not tucking in or not dressed in a in a presentable manner not because not because we were doing the wrong thing but we are doing the right thing as the electoral commission said that so and so should come at this time and he picks his presidential forms and he registers with all the credentials necessary so the police and army we are partisan they wanted to stop him from being registered this also happened last year when our president elect Robert Chagulani was unlawfully arrested by the authorities and the next day we organized a peaceful demonstration around 17 plus people were killed in on the streets of Kampala Uganda who were not armed some were not even involved in a peaceful demo in that peaceful demonstration and when they that then minister of security or of defense was put on a task to explain what happened he said the government has a right to shoot and kill you when you reach a certain level of violence what they call violence is doing the right thing he went ahead to say that you had a premeditated plan of setting Kampala city abreast which I think can't be done by a human being when you know that all the businesses that are operating in Uganda are for Ugandans and they are low-income earners. It is evident that all is banned tires, but we don't set petrol stations abreast or buildings. When you talk about how it is to be a political activist in Uganda, it is like an eminent fino. Unless when you do your things in a expeditious way and a comprehensive manner. Because if you delay, you can you can succumb to their bullets, you can be you can be arrested, confined and put in a safe house, and even 
even if you are an elected leader or even if when you are you are an mop like it is to our area mp much in the west alan sewanyana and kawempe north mp muhammadi segirinya who was apprehended without wounds but he was tortured by the regime in the hands of the prison owners in uganda mostly to alan sewanyana but Muhammad Segirinya's situation is alarming because he has sustained wounds that can cause death. He has a difficulty in breathing and he, he was stopped from getting medical attention from his trusted medical paramedics. He's taken to a to Mulago National Referral Hospital, but he's not has not received treatment as yet, but he's in the hospital. This Kiria explains that if that can be done to an area MP when Uganda is signed on the regime of Oboti, the Geneva law of non-torturing a suspect i mean it doesn't make sense to a person who is just a supporter or an activist because a person from a legislature is treated as if he's an idiot so how is it to a person like me who is just a youth chairman it doesn't make sense to them uganda is a state struggling with the heat of oppression and injustice whereby we have to obey the ruling party or die when you don't obey at times when you 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 have content and you can they they can make good use of you if you go on their side they first call you to meet them and you discuss they give you terms you join us you denounce your political party or whatever you have been doing and you join us you start working for us we are going to give you such and such an amount of money because they already monetize politics so if you fail if you say let me look into the contract they leave you you go but if you come out outrightly and you say you know you see i went and uh, this and this i talked to so and so so that becomes an uh, eminent funeral you either die or they flame you you go into jail for the rest of your life or you come out when you are the poorest man on earth you sell whatever you have to come back in order for you not to come back and you st you start from where you stopped or you menace on the political atmosphere in Uganda. Our political climate is under turbulence and political turmoil because for us we are sons and daughters of Luel, 1980 Luelo war where our grandparents fought 
to stop the cross violation of human rights in Uganda. By the then Rebo Yoweri Museven. He outrightly said, Uganda has experienced change, but change has become meaningless. This group accusing this group of doing this, and this group doing worse than the group it accused. In his own words, he said, don't count NRA, the then NRA, in such a category. For us, we are here by the will of people, for the people. And we shall exercise people's sovereignty in accordance to the constitution of Uganda. But after 10 years, him being in power for five, and we never had a presidential election, because the first presidential election in Uganda took place in the all of, in fact, it's the first presidential election in the all of Africa, the post-independent Africa, 1980, in Uganda. Paul Semogere, the DP president, whose election was leaged, that prompted him seven to go to the bush, saying that in the leaged elections, <clears throat> and it hurts me that Uganda would have been a, a nation which preserves the autonomous nature of the state and preserving the human rights more than any other nation in Africa. Because it showed how civilized it was to organize in all of Africa the first presidential election. But up to now, Uganda, it hurts me that we have never had a peaceful transition of power. Our transition of power is always characterized with blood, sweat, and tears. Coup d'etats, one group getting power through bloodshed. President says, don't count us in such a category. He's, uh, he has consolidated power for over 40 years. 37 plus, because he's going to be president up to 40, like 42 years when this term ends. But those are the very things he said when he had just captured power for the first years. He came out to the public and said, let us organize an election. And the public said, no. The five years, we have been appreciating the, the old work you did for us when you fought for us from 1980 to 1986, January 26th, January. The, the, the then Rebo was awarded as the price for 10 years being in power without carrying out an election by the public. In 1996, we had a generation in Uganda. Seven, it's the most regeneration in Uganda. We went ahead and to rule Uganda up to 2001. What another generation? If the counterpart, that is VSJ, made a reform agenda to say how can a person be in power for 15 years, this is unheard of and we should make a change. They made a reform agenda. The very people who went to the bush 
strategy has started also turning against him. He failed up to now to change the man. The person who came without nothing, aided by our grandparents, I personally, my grandfather, was a gorilla. He was arrested by a bote, a bote one, a bote two, and Vinayis, fighting for freedom of this nation. He did his part, he passed on, I have to do my part. We have been through a lot. People think we are financed by the National Unity Platform. Yet, we are doing it for the betterment of Uganda. I've never met our president-elect one-on-one when he joined politics. I've never. But I've ever met him when he was a musician on a concert or on Gaba Road when he was just pushing for Chadondo MP seat. And he just waved to us. But him being a, 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 the president of the National Unity Platform, I've never met him, but that does not stop me from doing what's right for our nation. And knowing that our Secretary General has my number over and or my card number as a member of the National Unity Platform and a, a commander of people power in the area where I'm living in. For me, I'm always moved with great fortitude, resilience, and self-belief in order to overcome this turbulence and political turmoil we are facing in Uganda. Our education system is crippled by the regime. Infrastructure, it brings tears. Our health condition is also alarming. Because in health center falls, power can go off when, they are be when babies are put in incubators. To a mother, it hurts for a mother to lose your baby when she's put in an incubator and power goes off. I mean, that those things hurt us. You can be moved by so many things that are not going on well in Uganda. You can be moved. Even if you don't have interest in politics, you can be moved to say enough is enough. For me, I've never been paid to do so. And I've never even met the, the opposition leader from the parliament of Uganda, that is Matthias Simpoga, or our spokesperson, or our secretary general. But, but I move with great fortitude, resilience, and self-belief because I have that zeal of liberating our nation. The, our nation that once gave aid to Dubai. Now Ugandans are enslaving themselves to Dubai, working for one M. Kukane has talked about how it's hard for political activists, for human rights activists, for freedom fighters, as he calls himself. And there's been so many reports in Uganda about disappearance of 
political activists those who dare to speak against the government there's been so many cases and one thing that caught my attention is the citizens being people with power but they like actual people with real power at the state uganda keeps on getting from bad to ways when you look at the history of uganda you look at how museveni became president when he became president he was not elected let me make that clear five years later that is when he was elected in 1996, Museveni just declared himself as president. So when you look at how someone comes into power, it will tell you, it will literally tell you how it's going to unfold itself. Because when someone comes uh, with the claim of removing a dictator, but they're using dictatorial ways, you know, to be in power. My point is, the way it came into power, claiming to remove a dictator and whatnot, and only for him to be the longest dictator Uganda has ever had. That's the only difference between the people he removed and himself is that they were short-lived. They didn't spend so much time being a dictator and him spent over 35 years. Well, not over, yeah, well, 35 years now being a dictator. Since 1986 till now. So if you are between a day old and 35 years old you've only known one president um in uganda and that is museveni which is very very bad because you know i always say this you test democracy when you change government but in 35 years uganda has never changed government uganda has had the same person leading them over and over and over and there's a clip i i sorry i watched on youtube an interview where he said he still wants to stand because there's so much to be done but if you if you've done literally nothing oh well okay not nothing but something but not enough in 35 years in 35 years of you being president what makes you think you can do much more in the next five years the next four years does that make sense definitely not because 35 years uganda is still facing inflation now it's high in uganda uganda wants you know um sorry kakande mentioned about how uganda are they and then not some economy, you know, they were giving aid to Dubai and other countries that were helping out and whatnot. But now Ugandans are going to Dubai to work for minimum wage. It's not like it's like tables of taint. We also talked about torture of political opponents, political activists, and my favorite with african government the manipulation of the constitution that has been mentioned where um museveni <laughs> you know there was this is this is what's funny you know trying not uh, trying to make sure like his political opponents wouldn't retain to power it put a limit of 70 years i think yes 70 years you can't over 70 years uh you cannot be president you cannot run for president 
but someone is growing hot Museveni himself is growing hot he's figured you know what i still have more to do as i said this is this is always he still has more to do so he's chosen to to manipulate the constitution of which he did he chose to manipulate the constitution and then change not even change he just removed the time frame or the age limit of when one can be president which means as long as Museveni is alive he will be president we've seen it we've seen him manipulate the constitution is willing to do anything to be in power so he has manipulated the which is not a shocker because Museveni's party the national resistance movement are the majority in parliament so it's easy for them to manipulate the constitution to pass bills that favor the ruling party which which also brings me to the point i always say it's bad when there's so much power given to a ruling party even in the in parliament in national assembly it's very bad because then the opposition will not be as strong it's easy to pass bills laws that favor the ruling party it's easy to pass to appoint sorry to appoint both clickers because you know it's like the majority will vote and it's the majority the ruling party it because which gets me to my next point where kakande talked about how useless the judiciary is because who appoints the the head um the judges the head of judiciary shoka museveni so whatever case to bring about that is a complaint to museveni it's um when you give so much power to the ruling party we've seen i mean zambia has been an example of what or how low a ruling party can try and go we saw the passing of building in zambia where the then ruling party patriotic front decided to introduce a bill that would favor them by forming a coalition government which is total bs because um you know they saw a way to stay in power is by it's become a trend in africa where this uh, this government comes in with all the promises. They give you a year to like them. The second year, they well, they show you that true colors, that true intentions, and whatnot. It's also become a trend in Africa for if you want to make it, if you want to to be someone, to be this person, you have to hold your president as God, which. Which is insane. It shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be like that. Your president is not God. Your president is not is not your father. I've seen a trend in Africa where it's like, you know, the presidents are held as father figures. It's upset. Those are not your fathers. Those are not your parents. They are your leaders. In fact, they are your servants. They work for you. As a citizens, those politicians do work for you. But unfortunately, in Uganda and some African nations, that's the case you know you have to add hail Museveni this is someone who's been in power for 35 years now he just won the last elections also by winning I'm putting inverted commas because there have been so many reports about how unfair the elections were about how intimate um, 
citizens were intimidated and whatnot. The elections were rigged. Overall, there have been reports by United Nations, other international organizations, other local observers, international observers. They've all said the elections were not free and fair. I'm yet to come across a report by a reputable organization that said the, um, sorry, the elections in Uganda were free and fair. So there's also that inverted comma court of him winning the last elections. Because also when you hear to what Kakando said, it keeps on referring to Bobby Wine as the president-elect. It's like Bobby Wine is is the one who should be president but is not we saw if you did i think if you observe the elections or if you try out the people like me who are busy on twitter observing and watching the unions and whatnot bobby one tweeted he also posted a video of when he was surrounded by the military you know during elections this was during elections let's talk about intimidation let's talk about uh voters uh sorry oppression let's talk about all those bobby wine was a victim to such and we can talk about the judicial system of uganda where uh the head of judiciary is appointed we've talked about that so we've talked about that bribing of political opponents you know if you're a political or uh, if you're um, in the opposition this the, no one just comes like oh let's get rid of that person they'll come and bribe you and whatnot it uh kakanda talked about that if you're in the opposition or if you're a political activist first they'll come try and bribe you give you the money try and see if that's what you want because some people that's what they want so they'll try and do all those things you know they'll try and see if they can buy you off and then if they can't well um you're good you're tortured you're taken to prison you are well killed that's how it is in uganda you're killed and I I always ask myself this question is what do the United Nations do apart from reports and whatnot? Because you know, um the last assembly Museveni was there at the United Nations. So what what is such a person even doing there? Why do we keep on entertaining such people? What is he doing there? He's a non-dictator. He's a dictator. He doesn't come out as a dictator. And I don't think there's any dictator who comes out. I'm like, hey, hi, I'm a dictator. No one has ever done that. That I know of. You guys will let me know if anyone has done that. But no one has ever done that. But it's shown attributes of being a dictator characteristics of a dictator is shown all that so why was he even entertained at the united nations these are the same people who wrote about how unfair the elections were and these are the same people who gave who gave him the platform to speak at the united nations so let's talk about a laugh in the face for the citizens of uganda that you pretend to care about. Let's talk about that.
because when you look at the video the documentary by BBC Africa it's very sad it's it's sad to watch so there's also a warning there if you're going to watch the video please do not watch it if you are going to be easily triggered it shows people dying people getting shot at it's it's very sad and think about the families um or the victims who've been killed who've been tortured think about how they feel when they uh, when they see united nations an organization the biggest organizations that that aims to protect citizens to promote peace and security giving such a dictator a platform why would you do that you know i'm not saying everything museveni has done is bad but the calls are just way 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 too much compared to the pros you know obviously you, the thing with dictators is just like any leader they're not all that bad and not 100 percent, but they might be 99 percent but there's always just one percent that they'll try to do that makes them look like they're working and in an interview he talked about an interview he did with al jazeera he also talked mentioned about how he's managed to contain uh covid 19. but when you watch the uh the video date by sorry the documentary done by bbc africa you will see how COVID-19 was used to justify the killings of 17 plus citizens of Uganda where uh, one of them was a lady was taking the place of the grandfather, the other one was just a, a retiree doing just accountancy work in Kampala. So it was like a normal day for other people. For most people, only the next, uh, the next second you are dead, the next second you are running for your life the next second you are mourning your loved ones the next second you are well you are normal so you ask yourselves this and what shocked me when you watch the documentary is when the minister you know it was defending the police um, handling how they handled the situation, you know, killing citizens and whatnot. It talked about investigations of which till now I tried to look up to it, to look for investigation and whatnot. There hasn't been any results so far and that I know of anyway that that there hasn't been any results that I know of so far, but using COVID, my point is and using COVID as a way of killing people the way they did is unacceptable. This this is how it comes to be now. Like um, you don't. So COVID was used and the police were 
commended for for handling the situation as they did for killing i'll say it as it is for killing citizens because they killed 17 plus people during the time many people died fathers mothers daughters grandparents they died people were injured people are traumatized there's also the interesting thing that kakande said it has become uh, for Ugandans to even say, I'd rather be in hell than be in Uganda. That's how bad it is. Well, someone chooses hell. We've known, no one has been to hell before, but we've been given a clear picture of how it's the, it's the worst. And, you know, people don't even want to be in that country anymore. They're fleeing from Uganda. They're trying to leave Uganda. That they would rather be a foreigner in a country, not even by choice, by, by circumstance, you know. So it just gives you an insight or an idea of how bad things are in Uganda. And when you listen to Kakande say the episode which I'll post next uh, next Saturday, it also just, you can tell how bad things are because he's lived there his entire life he's experienced these things he's still experiencing he knows someone who's uh who's been tortured he knows people who've just disappeared he knows people who've been killed he's he lives in fear himself you know what they like you can't do this you can't do that because it will upset the ruling party you have to kiss this one you have to put like this one in order to, for you to get the job done it's also become very hard for youth in uganda to thrive because it talked about a friend toward um, a carbon company but unfortunately that was taken away from him by the ruling party they they got it for themselves to benefit from it yes so it's like if you're not part of the ruling party if you're not a member of national resistance movement you are doomed you really 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 have to work extra 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 hard to even just get like a chunk of what they're feeling you know you have to work extra hard to even just benefit like just minimal benefit from how members of the national resistance movement have benefiting which is very sad because you know uganda is for every ugandans it shouldn't be because you are from this west or from central you have to benefit like this you have to be helped in this ways because he mentioned about how someone helped him because they thought is from a certain tribe and then it becomes like a bit awkward and just bad when they found that like, it's not from the same uh, from it from the said tribe so all this is what happens in uganda this is just a brief of the political atmosphere in uganda is said more about it we're going to talk more if you have more questions more topics you want us to take um discuss please let me know um Sonda Mucho on Instagram, on Facebook and Twitter. Same usernames. You can inbox me. Let me know what you want us to talk about. If you have any more questions, I'll gladly answer them. If you want to be a guest on Global Politics Unfiltered, do let me know. I'll gladly host you. And if you have any more questions, 
contributions please do hit me up on instagram twitter facebook i go by the same username musonda moiche